Well, that was the complete wrong song. I didn't want to play that one at all. Oops! <laughs> oh, what a stressful start to the show this has been! Everyone sending messages all at once! Ah! Right, now that's that out of the way. Good evening and welcome to Saturday Night Sega. My name's Gavi and I'm all home alone, which means I can be proper random. But I won't be because my uh, my throat still hurts a little bit. And by our bye, have we got a show for you tonight? We have got not one, not two, but three Sega sound uh, Sega soundtracks. Well, soundtrack we can talk about them. So, uh, Sega games for you to talk about this evening. Two of them you've already heard of because they've been out for donkey's years, and one of them was brand new this week, and they're all superb. And also in about. 51 minutes time! Um, we've got an interview for you. You you might have heard it a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago. I keep meaning to send it to people and I keep forgetting. So why not show it during my show and give me a time to kind of just chill out and, and do nothing. Um, we have got the replay of um, Alex Swartz's interview or our interview with Alex Swartz of Alchemy Labs. Those fun people who did... Um, what did uh, Snuggle Truck and um, Jack Lumber? Shelly says, Gavi, I'm not well. Never do that to my ears again. Oh, well, yeah, my. my um, I have to be honest, my throat isn't particularly well still. So, you know. I'm sorry. Um. Bit of metal head here. Do some head banging. Um, I've been told that apparently I have to plug a show. I'll get that out of the way. Um, Dr. Scottnick would like me to let you know that his show, uh, Dr. Robotics Mean Remix Machine, is going to be every Saturday at 12.30pm to 1.30pm UK time. Um, I'm guessing that's the one on Sonic Radio. It's on Sonic Radio, I hear. Rexy says that epic interview. Yeah, Epic's epic interview has actually heard it. Um, yeah, I sent it to her like ages ago. If you've never heard it before, it's such a listen. Um, it's really good. You'll enjoy it. I need to actually find another track to play because I've only got the one song. Let's have some AB Cop. What is I don't even can't remember what AB Cop stands for. Airbike Cop. There you are. Right, let's say hello to everyone who's in the IRC. Are you ready? Gavion underscore Spunny, Windows U, Burning Fame, 2010, CD-ROM, 1019, CGR, Cyberfox, D'Artagnan, Dr. Scott, Nicky Book, Hades, Cyber Galaxy 6, John the VG Nerd, RCPT, Rexy, Sonic, Silver Sonic, SJ, Sonic, we missed the Kelsey, the Trekkie, Voice, Road 21, Road 23, and Sonic Zone Cop. There you are, hello. Hello to you all. I've actually got a can of Pepsi near me. It's ready. It's ready and waiting. Ah. So yeah, you've got, um, you have indeed got an interview to look forward to. 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we're going to play that. If you want to request music for tonight, uh, dare I say, you're only allowed one per person. Please, because I don't actually know if I've got the space. Because, you know, I haven't got the space. Uh, let's see. We'll get some music in. The, the two songs that I have actually had requested already. Including one that I have to be honest is a bit weird. Um, but hey oh. Twitter is a p cascade of X Factor right now. 
To which I would like to say, I don't give a flying... I don't care. People, if you're, if you're tweeting about X Factor, I'm going to be honest, I don't care. Do not care. Uh, right, I think that's the one. Is that the one that I had requested from Aussie PT? No, it's not that one. <gasps> oh dear. Quick, 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 quick. Remove it. Put the different one on. Put the right one on. Put the right one on. Nobody will ever know. There we are. Cool beans. Right, so yeah, we're going to be talking about Knights and Sonic Adventure 2 and HELL YEAH! As I believe it says in the title screen. It's the only bit in English, actually, apart from the robot in the shop that goes, THANK YOU! Road 21, I was not going to say the F a wood. So yeah, Rexy says you did that in one breath. I did do that in one breath, yep. I'm fantastic, me. I is like a proper rapper in it, yo. I can rap, go slow, I ain't in my vocab, yo. <laughs> what, what? Rex says, goodness knows what you'd be like at Segafon. I, I don't actually think it's going to be that long. Um. Whoop, whoop. Right, let's get some music on. Let's get some music on. Let's get some music on. This has been requested by Zonic Zone Cop. He's never heard the song before, so... It's a bit weird.
Sega with Gavi only on Radio Sega. Gentlemen who don't know about Gavi and his fucking rapping, yo! Yeah. Hi. That was Sonic Advance 3 and Twinkle Snow Act 1 requested by OCPT. I'd accidentally, um. <coughs> uh, I'd accidentally put Act 3 in and I was like, no, this is the wrong track! It, I changed it though, it's good. Um, then we had SST Band and Wilderness because really, if I had a choice of playing SST Band or Golden Axe, SST Band wins any day of the week. Uh, and then Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg and Papa Parade, which Sonic Zone Cop requested, despite having never heard the song ever. So yeah, hi, hi everyone. Uh, Mina's listening in. To which I, I know something that will make her laugh, but nobody else will get it. You know, nobody else will get that, but she'll probably now be um, sat there pissing herself. Um, <laughs> hi everyone! Right, so let's talk about, well, knights and... Um, ba Sorry, I'm just, I'm reading Twitter and it's just, yeah. Um... I wasn't even having a go. That's the funniest thing about everything. I wasn't even having a go. Oh dear. Haters gonna hate sometimes. I'm trying to actually try and... 
Uh, what, what is it that I'm actually trying to find? Do you know, I can't remember. I have jingles! Wow. Idle Chit Chat. That sounds like a good good name for a song. Let's have that. Uh, so yeah, Knights and Sonic Adventure 2 we probably won't touch on too much, apart from the fact that with Knights, my god, the actual difference between the HD version, which isn't brand new, but an upscale of the PS2 game, and the Saturn version, my word. <laughs> oh, it's amusing, um, if nothing else. But yeah, Knights is just fantastic. Fantastic! You know, it's it's a game that I haven't played since I got rid of my Saturn, so it's um of of the three that came out this week, it was the one that I was the most looking forward to. Especially as, apparently, if sales of knights are really, really good, um they're gonna look into porting Burning Rangers, which oh my god. If you if you thought you'd seen anything when Trippy and Digi um we're like, oh my god, knights! Oh my god, knights! You have no idea what I'm going to be like if if uh, Burning Rangers gets HD'd. My word, it is one of, if not the greatest Saturn game of all time, in my opinion. It's brilliant. So you need to uh, you need to get on knights. Download knights. Download knights so that I can get Burning Rangers. I don't care if nobody else buys Burning Rangers. I want it. And and, and and as long as it comes out, I will. Even if they want to pay 1,600 points for it, I don't care. They just need to announce it, and I will buy it. It will be shut up and take my money. You can get it. Zone Zone Cup. You got rid of your Saturn. Yeah, I did. I got rid of it like 10 years ago. I got rid of it um, in favour of Devil May Cry. Burning Flame 2010 says, right, everyone, buy Nid. Make Gary's dream come true. Yeah, make my dream come true. Uh, everyone's going on about a new stream link. Uh, there is no stream link for this show at the moment. I'm only broadcasting on the one stream. Uh, you may have noticed yesterday uh, Radio Sega was broadcasting on a brand new stream um, donated very kindly by Sonic Radio. It's it's what we were calling HD for some reason. High definition audio. But uh, we've, we haven't actually officially launched that yet. It was a test stream only. This is kind of the problem with people, isn't it? It's like... Uh John the VG nerd wonders if there'll be a Sega Rally 2 in HD. No. Um, I, d I don't really know why you'd want to, really. I mean, Sega Rally Online Arcade is probably just as good. That's just me, though. Um. Um, 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 what was I saying? 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 Was I saying? Sonic Adventure 2 is Sonic Adventure 2. It, it is still all, um, very much. Well, when you had a chance to fix the, the, the wrongs of um, Sonic Adventure 2, you know, uh, from the Dreamcast and the GameCube port, specifically the point that the music was too loud um, for the uh, for the actual speech, you know, I mean, it'd be sort of similar of doing this. So, yeah, hi. It's, oh, uh, let me, hang on, my microphone's too, too loud. Let's turn that on a bit. So, yeah, hello. I'm, I'm speaking to you in Sonic Adventure 2 language. Can, can you hear me? Hi. Oh, I said Faker Hedgehog. Oh, it's Sonic. Oh, oh, oh. Go defeat him. I am Dr. Eggman, and I am going to collect all the emeralds. Can you hear what I'm saying? Sonic, go get him. I don't believe this. And, and yeah, it's... Hi. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a bit like that, really. Why? Why? 
you know, it's... Shadik says the re-release stuff is getting old now. No, 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 it's not getting old. Well, it, I suppose it is, because, you know, they're re-releasing Knights, and Knights is old. <laughs> Chortle! Um, but, yeah, it's, it's like... <laughs> you know, it's... I don't... Sega now are very much a digital company. And, and you know, if, if, they, if they're going to be making money from re-releasing old tracks, then... They're going to be re-releasing old track, uh, old tracks, old games, old old track. It really doesn't matter, does it? I uh, the f the way the thing is is I don't care as long as as long as the games are good. I don't care. It can be it can be absolute. Well, anything really. I just want good games. You know, and if that means that they 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 re-release -re um, things, then they re-release them. I can't actually find the name of a track that had been requested oh it's not there I'm running out oh no hang on hang on hang on I'll tell you what let's just play that I'll do right okay let's get you some music bye
We interrupt this remix for a tweet that I've just read. Angry Birds and Star Wars crossover? Fucking hell, leave that franchise alone. And in reference, if you want to know which franchise I'm in reference to, BOTH OF THEM! The more people who remix Sonic Chaos, the more who are going to get some love from me. That was Sir Nuts and I am Super Sonic from Sonic Chaos. I have no idea what it was a remix of, but it was Sonic Chaos, man! Um, sorry for the interruption as well. I just saw the tweet about Angry Birds and Star Wars, and I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Seriously, the game's like three years old now. Could, you, could someone just please stop giving Rovio loads and loads of money so that they can just stop making Angry Birds games and sort of focus on the games that are actually pretty good? Because, you know, Bad Piggies is a good game. Amazing Alex looks alright. Angry Birds is Angry Birds! How many more times do you, do you play Angry Birds? I don't want to be flinging little Luke Skywalkers throwing lightsabers at Darth Vader or whatever it is. I don't. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Anyway, before that, um, MSR and Club Paris, and uh, and then before that, um, Tornado Defense and Second Second Battle from um, Sonic Unleashed. Ah, Rexy says it remixed the special stage music for Emeralds 1, 2, and 4. Well, there you go. That'd be why I can't remember it then. I'm useless. I can't actually remember the last time I saw a special stage. <laughs> and is it, were they the jet Were they the jet boot ones? Or were they the... Uh, it was. Wasn't it? It was the jet boot ones, because the, the other ones were the, the, the ones where you had to jump up and a bit. Hmm. Join blue. Uh, well, yeah. Gavi is channeling his inert, 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 inert turbo. No, I'm not. Not really. I'm always like this. I just not like this very often because I'm not very often in a house on my own. So I'm I'm able to just kind of go what the bloody hell at everything. Um, right. See, so yeah, hell yeah, um, is amazing. It's 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 available for download on Xbox Live and and Steam and and PlayStation. And if you if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, it's free. So you can't not download it because it's free. All it's going to take up is like two gig of your hard drive, which let's be fa let's face it, you should have that space on your hard drive. And if not, you should make sure you've got that space on your hard drive so that you can uh, so that you can play it. 
it's just brilliant. It's brilliant game. It's just so funny and so weird. I like the fact that there's a little Sonic reference in there as well. Not not going to kind of spoil it for anyone, but you know, there's a Sonic reference. Um. But yeah, such a such a good game. It's it's kind of hard to describe. It sounds like it's a bit like Pokemon in the fact that if you've got to catch them all, if catching means brutally murder. But really, it's a game you need to try out for yourself. It really is, because um, otherwise, you know, I mean, I can I can I can hark on all I want about it. But um, Arcado Studio, well, they got two things right. The first one was like the entire game. They they did a very good job with the game. I'm I'm quite quite pleased with it. Um, and secondly, they've got the classic Sega jingle. You know the Sega. They've got that, which is a bit odd when for nights Sega took it out and replaced it with the old boring new one or the new boring new one, which is yeah. The English do say bloody a lot. Yep. Oh bloody hell! Oh. Sonic reference in a Sega title. Yep. It's there. It exists. Right, I think we've got time for um. I haven't got time for some more music. I had someone actually request something via Twitter, which we will get in. Um, I did see someone actually, someone put in the main IRC window. I, I have no idea how they're expecting me to see it in there. Um, I think what we will do though, as well, is we will get in the non-Sega track. We'll play that first, because it's going to be amazing. Um, I was playing the game earlier, actually. It was uh, it was fantastic. Actually, speaking of soundtracks, I, I can't wait till we get Hell Yeah around because it's brilliant. Like honestly, you have no idea. It's so good. All of the so goods. Oh, for God's sake. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a, a rather mixture of of styles. Very very much worth a listen. Anyway, this first track that we're going to play is a um, is our non-Sega track, and then we've got the request from Twitter, and then I'll try and see if I can find. Hang on, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for you to start yet. Uh, and then we'll and then we'll try and find that other one that was in IRC. It was Jet Set Radio. I'm sure it was. Ah, there we are. Burning Flame on the bowl from Jet Set Radio. <gasps> there we go. I can play that. Yep, that's all right. I'll put that on, and then uh, we shall introduce. What you're going to be listening to for the next half an hour? Oh, it's oh so exciting! It's it's my interview with with Alex Schwartz that I've never listened to back, so it's going to be a little odd hearing my voice, especially when it was 1 a.m. in the morning. Anyway, here we go. Here's some music. This track is outstandingly good. If you've heard it before, then you won't be in the least bit surprised. But if you haven't, oh, you're in for something special. This track is free to download, by the way.
can do anything we want to There's nowhere I'd rather be but here with you The stars above light the way only for you and I I'm so glad I found the world that I've been looking for In my dreams, I'm the one you're hoping for Love can come through an open door Just be
on the dance floor. one of the tracks that's on the re-release of Jet Set Radio because if it is it's bloody awesome I have it in the unreleased tracks folder because obviously it was an unreleased track I think all of the unreleased tracks probably need to be fed into the Jet Set Radio soundtrack now because obviously the HD re-release has everything apart from like two but yeah that was Jet Set Radio on the bowl Uh, before that we had Akuma Joe Belmont um, creator of the Vroom Overclock Remix album when that comes out I would imagine next year uh, and Level 99 in Dreams Dreams the Disco Nights mix I still want that on CD Rexy says apparently they might have some spares and they might give them away at London Gaming Con I'm going to take one I will come hunt you out and I will take one before you even dare give them away I'm like hi my name is Gavi I want a CD thank you um, and then before that we had Jake Kaufman otherwise known as Vert and uh, City Streets 2 from um, Double Dragon Neon that's our non-Sega track of the week and it's brilliant Truly fantastic. Right, okay then. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. There's no music playing for a reason. That's because I can just tune out pretty quickly. Um, If you bear with me a moment. Um... So we've got an interview. Uh, it's 28 minutes and 55 seconds long, which is actually quite surprising. I thought it was half an hour. Um, so yes, it's it's an interview that, that we did a couple of weeks ago um, with Alex Schwartz of Alchemy Labs, the creators of Jack Lumber and That. Uh, it was really good fun. I, I quite enjoyed it, if I'm being honest. 
and the people who actually tuned in, uh, they seemed to like it as well. Um, but obviously, since then, we've been trying to find a slot to get it back um, to get it back on air. Uh, we tried a couple of weeks on the random hour, and I kept forgetting to give it to Forever Sonic, which is good. Um, so here we are. We're going to play it here because this is the first show that I've been able to fit it onto. So without further ado, this is what happened when I, Gavi of Radio Sega, spoke to Alex Swartz of Alchemy Labs. Hello, um, good evening, or morning, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, welcome to Radio Sega, um, where we've sort of hijacked the 24-7 stream for something really, really special. Um, my name is Gavi, and I am here in a Skype call with a Alex Swartz, I do hope I pronounced that correctly, um, who is, I believe, the CEO of Alchemy Labs, is it? That was correct, the pronunciation. Uh, I have a bunch of names at Alchemy Labs. You could either call me the chief scientist if you're feeling like going with our science theme, or the CEO and janitor of the company. So, yes. <laughs> the, the janitor. Wow. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I know many people who are like CEOs and then also do cleaning as well. So you kind of have to do everything at a small company, you know? All right, yeah. Mm, didn't really think of that one. Well, <laughs> um, well. Anyway, you know, thanks. Uh, thanks for obviously taking the time out to uh, to talk to us. Yeah, thanks for um, having. Yeah, I've got some. I've got some questions that have been uh, that we've all kind of pulled together and asked. Uh, the first one, I think, we've already um, sort of gone with. You know, obviously introducing yourself. Um, I mean, if you guys had anything else that you wanted to add, then you know, feel free. Oh, um, well, aside from being the janitor of Alchemy Labs. Uh, we, well, I can go over basically our, our title that we've created. We, we created a, we started out in 2010 and created a title called Snuggle Truck, which is available on Steam and iOS and Android right now. Um, and we moved on to um, working on a game called Ah, which is 25 A's in a row uh, with the Dejabon Games crew. So we worked with them to make a sequel. And then just recently, we released Jack Lumber, which... Uh, you guys seem to be very familiar with uh, our, our log chopping process here. Yes. <laughs> I have to say, I, I do quite like that, actually. Um, I, I bought it when it came out. It's very, very fun. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Um, right, let's see. So, uh, before founding um, Alchemy Labs, was there anyone in particular that you'd uh, you'd worked for at all? Or? Yeah, I, uh, I worked at a, a larger game studio prior to this. Um, it was called 745 Studios. We were making a 360 and PS3 game. Um, so I stayed there for about two years, and then I left to form my own studio. Um, and so I've been doing the independent route ever since. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Um, about, obviously, Alchemy Labs, I have to say it's... it's fantastic name but why it's, it's it's unusual as well what is it any any particular reason behind the name at all or well i think um as you can see from jack lumber everything we do is based on kind of a bad pun right so uh, yeah. <laughs> we're very proud of the um 150 log related puns that are in jack lumber um and yes the the company name definitely started out with uh you know, what kind of silly anthropomorphized creature or character could we take and make our mascot and so albert einstein kind of came up in our discussions and we said okay we have to do owls uh what could we replace with owl that sounds like owl and that's where alchemy was born hmm. 150 puns in jack lumber bloody hell that's that's a lot 
Definitely. Our uh, our designer Kate, we just locked her in the uh, the basement, and she she wrote the puns day and night until until she was finished. <laughs> Not allowed out until you've done them all. <laughs> yep. Um, right, we've got here that you, uh, that you say that you make absurd and highly polished games. Um, is is silliness something that you aim for as well, or just, oh, yeah. just something think, that sort of happens to come across the line? Well, silly, um, silly, absurd, anything that basically our our mantra is that if we tell you the name of the game and you're already laughing, then we're on the right track. Um, and you know, within the first couple seconds of playing the game, you should be smiling, and that's kind of what we're going for with our games. Um, very silly, absurd, as you said. Um, but we try not to make, you know, um, we try to make games that are very, very polished as well. So combining those two. Yeah. Um, just obviously going back to uh, Snuggle Truck, which you'd mentioned earlier. Um, it ha- it did originally come out as Smuggle Truck, didn't it? But um, Apple didn't allow it on the App Store. Was there any any reason why they didn't allow it? Is it just because of the name or the actual the style of the game at all? They uh, they claimed it was content reasons, <laughs> which um, in actuality I think it it came down to the fact that uh, you know we had crazy newscasters talking about you know framing the game on Fox News saying that it was a a racist game where you know we were making a satire obviously, um, and so just any kind of bad press I think Apple wanted to. Uh, make sure to stay away from that, and so uh, you know, typical Alchemy style. Uh, Snuggle Truck was born from that, and you know, we have to we have to thank Fox News for uh, giving us the incentive to create a even more popular kids game out of the uh, the original satire. <laughs> well, I suppose it kind of helps because you know, all you need to do is just basically change one letter, and and the the, the the characters from from people into animals, and all of a sudden you've got a smash hit on your hands, and you've not actually changed an awful lot of anything. Um, exactly. I mean, were you expecting the yep. game? Was, <laughs> was you expecting the game to be a hit because of that, or, or you know, obviously, I mean, Smuggle Truck itself, I believe, came out on Android because I'm fairly sure I own it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah, I mean, people preferred. People just loved the gameplay in general. Um, I think there was. There was something to, you know, the physics-based gameplay. Uh, it was very fun to watch, and it was fun to play. Um, you know, people would crowd around. We, we had the game at uh, PAX East, for example. We were in the uh, Boston Indie Showcase, and so we had the game being played on a large screen, and people would just stop where, you know, stop right in the middle of the walkway and be watching this, this crazy game where, you know, people were bouncing around in a truck. So I think, you know, <laughs> and changing items around uh, really kept the same feel and re- really everything except for the thematic change. And so people still uh, love the game after. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, now we've sort of you've opened up to probably a wider audience um, thanks to teaming up with Sega with with Jack Lumber. Um, did you uh, go to Sega with that idea, or did they contact you looking to see if you had any ideas on the table? Uh, yeah, that was um, that was actually the story of that was we were demoing the game at PAX East. Um, Jack Lumber was our our title that we were coming, our next original title that we were following Snuggle Truck up with, and um, we had a you know an early vertical slice of the game, and people were playing it, and the press were loving it, and um, Ethan Einhorn from Sega uh, ended up coming over to the booth and saying, you know, we we love your game and we love Snuggle Truck and Snuggle Truck, so you know just um, give us a call after after the show and we'll talk. And so um, that's kind of how we were introduced, and from there, 
you know, we, we talked about the deals of the term, uh, you know, the terms of uh, the publishing agreement. And so I think um, everybody agreed that it would be a good idea to get more more eyeballs on this game because everybody thought it was great and we just wanted to push it out as wide as possible. Mm, indeed. Um, I mean, how, how does an idea like Jack Lumber come up? I've, I've actually got a question here. What did trees ever do to you? <laughs> what did trees ever do to us? Um, Actually, I have a story that I haven't I haven't told in an interview yet, but it's a really good one. Um, the 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 main the main artist for Jack Lumber, his name is Bill Tiller, and um, some might recognize his name because he was the lead background artist from Curse of Monkey Island back in the LucasArts days of uh, 2D adventure titles. So he was my boss's boss at a previous company, and we ended up you know um, working together on on future projects. And so um, he was on the East Coast with his family. He moved out to this that company I mentioned before that we were making console games. And he was yeah. going on a walk through the woods, and as they call it, a widowmaker. Uh, be a large tree or branch or part of a tree that falls you know, abruptly in the middle of the forest. Um, yeah. And his little daughter, I, I don't remember how old she was, but very young, um, was almost killed by this falling tree. And uh, this was before we had come up with the idea. And so independently, we were coming up with this crazy idea of a, a lumberjack game. Um, and we knew we wanted to do something silly. And so we pitched Bill on this idea. And he got, he got a, a very solemn face. And he's like, you know that my daughter, she almost got killed by a tree. Uh, <laughs> and we ended up laughing it off that it was such an incident. But, uh, so yes, our artist's daughter was almost killed by a tree. Hence, Jack Lumber was born. At least I could say that. Well, <laughs> ah, well, there we go then. Yes, yeah. um, I can. I can see that the violence against trees very much um, justified. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we've we touched on this a bit previous uh, previously. It's, it's it's almost as if you've actually seen these questions, and I'm I'm fairly sure you haven't. But we've I've actually got as well with regards to the puns. Ev uh, with regards to the trees, you know, and all the tree-related puns. Mm -hmm. Is there any particular reason, or is that again just you know part of the silliness and and the actual game design itself? Yeah, I think that's, um, I mean, it's definitely part of the game, mostly because we try to inject that kind of humor and style into everything we do. Um, so we wanted it to feel, um, you know, every part of the game immersed in this IP, in this feeling of lumberjacks. And so if you see, like, when we're at PAX East or at uh, conferences showing the game, we're dressed up in plaid flannel uh, outfits. We have plastic axes. We have uh, log-related paraphernalia all over our booth. It's kind of, we get really into the theme, um, you'd think we'd be sick of lumber-related things at this point, but uh, we're still going strong. Um, so yeah, I think we just like to put 110% into anything we do, and so part of that was, uh, with our humor, let's you know, see how um, deep we can go into the axe-related, lumber-related, tree-related humor. Hmm, very nice. Um, one, one that I actually managed to, to think up of, um, is, are there any any plans, or do you feel like the the game Jack Lumber would be a fit for consoles? You know, like the Vita or 3DS, or even anything like Xbox Live Arcade through the through the Connect um, add-on. Well, um, yeah, I mean, we're I have nothing to announce today, but we're definitely we're looking at a lot of other um, platforms for the game. I think the game could work um, with a variety of input devices. So we've been testing. You know, uh, what does the game feel like when playing with a mouse? So as you know, it's kind of a line. It's a line drawing mechanic. So, to move your mouse, you know, you have different types of accuracy when you're talking about a touch screen, um, or something with a stylus, or something with a mouse, 
or you know connect where you're moving your hands around. So um, we're really taking a look at what would be best and what we kind of work with uh, you know what we have in front of us. Yeah. Cool stuff. Um, is the, the the partnership with Sega is it just a, a one one time only thing, or are you, if obviously if this does well, which I imagine it is doing well, rather well, um, are there plans for more games to be released in the future at all? So the uh, the contract was just for um, Jack Lumber, but I think um, moving forward, you know, if the if the relationship stays um, you know positive like it is, then I think we'll we'll think about doing some more work with Sega. Um, it's been a good relationship. Cool. Were, were you a fan of Sega before you teamed up with the company, or is this one of those? Oh, like, oh I'm yeah. a massive fan now. And it's <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I definitely grew up on you know Sega products. I, and I tell people, I would say uh, that my favorite game was Crazy Taxi. <laughs> I just uh, I loved playing it in the arcades uh, when I was younger, and I had it for Dreamcast. Um, you know, I had a Sega CD, which how many people do remember having a Sega CD? That was that was hardcore. Um, I never, never got the Saturn, but you know my neighbor had it, so we kind of teamed up. There. Oh, miss, miss some, miss some good. Yeah, I was gonna say miss some good games on the Saturn, but uh, thankfully right. the the best of all, um, Knights is coming out very soon. That's a very, very good game. Um, right, one, one were, of my favourites from that one. Knights right next to Jack Lumber at Pax Prime, so we got to uh, we got to see the the wide-eyed, um, slack-jawed <laughs> faces of people, you know, remembering their childhoods and watching the Knights HD gameplay. Mm. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. <laughs> um, what, what's your sa favorite Sega franchise? Would you say it is Crazy Taxi or something else in particular? I'd have to, I mean, I, I have to go with Crazy Taxi. I, I know that that's not a, a normal uh, game for people to say is their favorite game of all time. I just have such um, great memories of playing that title. And plus, I'm, I was never really much of a, a deep RPG kind of guy. Uh, I always liked action games, something fast-paced. Um, which is one reason I'm drawn to iPhone games. You know, you can, you can jump in, you can jump out. Um, you know, most recently I... Not too recently, but I kind of avoided playing games like Oblivion, for example, because I knew that I'd get sucked in for a 60-hour ordeal. Um, so I like those those games that you can kind of go in and out without too much commitment. Crazy Taxi was pretty much that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice to hear differences as well. I mean, we've we've done text interviews with other people and they always seem to lean towards the same sort of things you know oh, Sonic and Golden Axe and Streets of Rage so it, it's nice to actually hear someone come out and say Crazy Taxi it's, yep. it's almost like a forgotten gem a little bit totally um, what about favourite Sega console of all time mm. I had so many games for Dreamcast I'd have to go I'd have to go with the Dreamcast um Let's see. Everything, you know, I had the, um, what was that thing called? The, uh, the crazy VMU, right? I would, <laughs> I would try to get games that had VMU support, the, the most overblown accessory of all time. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Dreamcast brings back good memories. Um, mm. you know, hurting hands from the crazy <laughs> Yes, yeah, I, I I remember that quite well. I think one of um, talking about the VMU, one of my uh, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen was virtual tennis, where the little mm -hmm. the little screen. Do you, do you ever right. play it? The little the little the little oh, screen yes. on the VMU would show you the tennis match in real time. So if you actually wanted, you could play it without watching the TV <laughs> screen at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, what, what's the what is the point in that? 
It's almost as absurd as uh, Silent Scope, which had the mini scope screen. Which, yeah, you're really gonna be killing a lot of people yeah. through that that screen. <laughs> you have like 12 pixels in that. Yes, fantastic, fantastic. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of Sony's Pocket Station as well. They're like, oh, we we can do this as well. So really, it's it's a it's a bad idea. Let's just be honest. It was a bad idea. <laughs> right. Um, yes. Sega had the Wii U set up going <laughs> way back. In the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very very primitive. Very primitive. Um, whilst we were doing research for the interview, we actually found that you was um, you acted as uh, art lead designer and programmer for a fan game called Supersonic Wars Combat Evolved. Which, that's true. Uh, that's true. Wow, that's that's taken back to the archives. Let's see. <laughs> uh, yep, I still have that up on my site. Um, that was one of the first titles that we, uh, it was a school project in 2006, I think, um, and we created something that was kind of like Smash Brothers, um, this was kind of like an introductory to game programming and Game Maker, which, if anyone knows Game Maker, it's kind of a drag and drop prefab type system, uh, so we had some very legal use of these, uh, we had Knuckles and Master Chief and, Sa and Mario jumping around in a uh, four-player local multiplayer uh, title that we made for PC. Nice. <laughs> yeah, as I'm looking at that now, it's um, it's interesting. Uh, so you can see a nice little, a little pixelated Master Chief running around with a with a rocket launcher. Yeah, seems, I don't know what we were thinking. It seemed like a good idea. <laughs> yes. Uh, where, where's my questions gone? I've lost them now. Um. Ah, have, have you? Um, is there any any games or anything that you've been working on recently, or is it all sort of Jack Lumber at the moment? Um, we've actually so we're working on some updates to Jack Lumber. Some really cool stuff should be coming out uh, in the near future. Uh, we're also doing some updates for Snuggle Truck. Uh, can't say anything yet, but uh, look in early October for a big uh, announcement there. But um, we're actually starting on, um, or we've been starting on a new project. So we announced a partnership with um, another local company, Demiurge Studios. And so we are working with them on a new unannounced title. Um, and so that's that's all the information we're giving out. We're being intentionally mysterious about it. But uh, it's it's kind of a interesting collaboration between the two companies, and you'll see more from us in the future. I'm sure to sure to keep eyes open on that one. Um, just something I, I like. Be, of course, it'll be silly. You know, why wouldn't it? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think at this point, we sh if we expected anything less, it should be a bit of a disappointment. Um, yes. Something <laughs> something I've liked dropping into text interviews when I've had the possibility is always sort of like a um, rhetorical question. I I love asking people if you had a chance of of going back and sort of if Sega said, "Here's all of our classic franchises, pick one," and and you were able to make like a new entry in that franchise. Is there any in particular that you you'd really look at and go, "I want this one." And and how how would you sort of work it? Oh man! Would it be so, um, so I mean, the answer you might be expecting would be Crazy Taxi, right? So no one's made kind of a reimagining <laughs> of that, and the PC version's been ported to other places. But I don't think I'd go with that because um, I don't know what I would change necessarily about the design. But mm. what I would like to work on uh, would be some kind of. Um, some kind of Sonic game with an, a different type of input scheme. Uh, I think that it's one of the hardest things to do in game programming is to make jumping and platforming feel amazing. 
you could spend months and months and months on a control scheme uh, and the intricacies of you know how the Sonic character controller actually works and interacts with with items in the scene. So um, I think I definitely want to work on a in-depth platformer, and Sonic's kind of one of the biggest of them. So that would be a really fun project for me. Cool. Um, right. The well, the last the last question that I've got here is: um, whilst Jack Lumber's a mobile game, you've obviously shown uh, your support for the uh, Kickstarter success that is the upcoming Android console. I have no idea to pronounce this. I think it's Ouya. 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 It's a strange name for a console. Uh, taking that into account, and with the Wii U obviously just a few weeks away now, um, do you think that home consoles are still going to be the main gaming systems in the future, or are we start of looking still looking towards more of a, a mobile market where you know it's, it's more going to be sort of phones and tablets? I don't think it's it's one or the other. Uh, when you say gaming system, I still think you know you're going to have your home system, and you know there'll be things to to replace those consoles. The current console generation, but I think yeah, definitely we're seeing people play uh, games all throughout their time out of the house, in the house, whenever, on the toilet, right? So uh, <laughs> I think it's going to continue to to work with you know what's in your pocket, uh, where are you at the moment? You know, you might be uh, in a public location and have co-op gaming going on there, and you go home and you have some games at home. Um, I don't think there's kind of a you know oh mobile will be the only type of gaming. I think it's just Gaming's becoming more ubiquitous. Um, that's kind of my prediction that we'll always be within reach of something that'll play a game. That's it. That's just quite an interesting answer. So we really enjoyed that. Um, well, I, I've run out of questions now. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really. Um, I didn't really have any any backups, unfortunately. So. Um, and, and now I get to switch this around on you and ask you a question. Go for and, it. And now you are being interviewed. So. <laughs> Fine, I, I'm 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 up for that. Go for it. So tell me uh, about why you got into the uh, the Sega fan scene and how that happened. Ooh, Lordy. Um, well, I I personally um, first got into like Sega gaming, um, well, video gaming as a whole, really, uh, with the Master System um, way back in the early '90s. Uh, I got it was it was one of the ones I don't know if you got them in America. Um, they had Alex Kidd in Miracle World built into the console, and at the time it was like stunning. It was like wow, you've you've actually got a game built into the hardware. Um, right. Yeah. But I, I started with that, um, and I had that for a few years, and and uh, skipped the Mega Drive. Quite strangely, I, I think a lot of people, you know, always seem to regard the Mega Drive as one of vid video gaming's greatest consoles, and yet I never owned one. Um, <laughs> And I, I as, as I said earlier, I had a Saturn. I've still got a Dreamcast. Um, and then I sort of moved away a bit until I actually um, found uh, Radio Sega by accident um, when a, a friend of mine was running the station at the time. And I, I found it accidentally because the uh, Sony's PSP had just recently started doing internet radio. And, and I was just, just randomly flicking through the... Um, the, the stations to see what they had and, and Radio Sega popped up and it sort of kind of reignited like the love that I had for the for the um, for the company when I was a, when I was younger um, so I started to get a bit more hands on uh, with it and when uh, when it became time to pass the torch as it were um, I was asked if I'd like to do it and and I I agreed and it's all sort of gone from there really it's it's sort of crazy I've done the um, I don't I'm not sure if you've heard of it the the Summer of Sonic fan convention. 
that we do here in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, uh, <laughs> I've I've been involved with that for the past uh, oh three years now. Um, so it's all kind of it's all kind of surreal, and sometimes I just kind of do have to, you know, just sit and think that it, it's it's not been that long since I discovered this little station on a on a on a PlayStation, and now all of a sudden, it's um it's nice to be. I'd like to think I've got my own little. We've got our own little corner of the of the fan scene, as it were, and. You know, we're just just looking to not not quite make a name for ourselves, but just offer something that others aren't. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Favorite Sonic game. Favorite Sonic game. Oh God. Um, I have to say, I'm I, I'm I do like Sonic Chaos on the Master System. Um, that was a. It was. Uh, it was also called Sonic and Tails in Japan, but that was a particular favorite of mine. Favorite um, level theme. Casino World. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can. I can. I can keep. I can do though. If we're if we're going to be rapid fire, our favorite level theme is Ghost Pumpkin Soup, uh, which is the oh, music wow. from Pumpkin Hill in Sonic Adventure Two. Um, favorite for Casino World is probably Carnival Night Zone from Sonic Three. <laughs> Uh, nice. <laughs> All right, I think you win this round. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, as I say, I'm still. Um, well, go on. Then, what's um? Have you played many Sonic games? What's your favorite Sonic game? I, I'm asking the questions here. No. <laughs> oh, no, oh, oh, then. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm off. Just joshing you. Um. <laughs> I love the I love the music from Sonic One and Two. I I listen to that sometimes while I'm working. Uh, it's a good. You know, I haven't played a one of the old Sonic games in in quite a while, so it's it's been a while. But I do listen to the music and think about reminisce. You know, uh, yeah. Casino Casino Zone is definitely one of my favorites. Mm. Which what, what the Sonic Two one Casino Casino Night Zone. Yeah, Sonic 2. Sorry. Good one. Sorry, there's so many. <laughs> there's a. <laughs> there's actually. I'm. I'm not sure if you've heard. If you've heard this particular version for for Sonic Generations, which um, Sega brought out last year on home consoles and PC and 3DS, they actually did a. There's a version of the Casino Night Zone where it's all slow jazz, and it's just really jazzed up. It's it's outstanding. It's one of the fa one of my favorite tracks of all time now, actually. But it's, oh, yeah. it's the way they've remixed it is so so nice. There was a there was a fan remixed album. You probably know it off the top of your head, but I can't quite come up with it. Um, I'm trying to find it. Is it Sonic fan remix? No, no. It was it's basically like um, some. Like some real orchestras doing some some of the Sonic uh, remixes. It was really good stuff, and then all put together in one album. I'm not I'm not too sure. I've um, I've heard of anything as an orchestra. I know that there was an artist who sort of redid the um, the Sonic Two soundtrack in, with like modern instrumentation, but it wasn't well, here, sort of orchestra. Here it is: the Sound of Speed, uh, the OC remix album. Oh, the o OC remix album. Yes, now I know. Yeah, I know. I do know that one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah we we actually have uh, one of the remixes, um, Rexy. She's a quite a regular listener to uh, to Radio Sega, and she she did the Hogtide uh, track, the um, the Sonic One boss theme. She was she was part of that. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm sure she 
Yeah, I'm sure she'll uh, she'll love she'll love the fact that um, that you've you've particularly name checked that album. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Very good stuff. Well, have we have we got any more questions at all? Or well, I, I'm all set on my side. How about you? Um, um, I I don't have anything around here. Um, so I think uh, I think that is all from us. So. Thank you very, very much for taking the time to uh, to come on and and talk with us and you know tell us a little bit more about the background of Jack Lumber and and Alchemy Labs. Sure, thanks for having me, Gavin. Not not a problem at all. It's it's been fun. So um, best of luck for all of your future endeavours. Do uh, we will keep our eyes open for anything that is Jack Lumber related or anything that you do in the future, and um, hopefully we'll. Uh, We'll enjoy what you've got in in uh, in the in the pipeline, <laughs> which awesome. I'm sure we will. Because I think you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you Thanks, very Kevin. much thank indeed. You. Not a problem at all. Um, fantastic. For those of you who didn't quite catch this live, we will be rebroadcasting at another time to be determined, uh, so that you can sort of listen. Um, but once again, I'd like to thank Alex for taking the time to, to come and talk to us and uh, we shall reintroduce you to the 24-7 live music that we offer so thank you very much only we won't because this is a podcast well it's a live broadcast at the moment um, but yeah it's a podcast so <laughs> hi oh my god that was so weird to listen back to I've got to actually listen to that again at some point to try and you know actually transcribe the damn thing so that I can um I can post it on the website. <gasps> I might get someone else to do it. Um, right, so yeah, no prizes for guessing what the next three tracks we're going to play are. <laughs> um, specifically, it was it was during that last part of the conversation. So, you know, if you weren't really paying attention, this is going to be really, really simple. Um, I'm just queuing them up now. In fairness, I probably should have realised that, that this was going to happen and um, queued them up a lot quicker. But, you know, this is me we're talking about. When do I ever do anything um, on in time on time in I I have no idea what I'm saying anymore. Uh, but yeah, that was very interesting. And why am I missing a track? Oh, it's rubbish. I'm always missing music. Why is it that I'm always missing music? Um. Hmm. Where's it gone? Can't find it. Can't find it because it's gone walkies. Oh, it's alright. I'll rip it. It's fine. It's fine. Don't panic. Right. So, yeah, we've got some music that we're going to play for you. And then uh, normal service shall resume. Um, but, oh, you've you've got... You've just got got to love uh, Alex Swartz. Again, you know, he's probably not listening to this. If he is, that'd be great. But thanks for the interview. It was It was wicked. It was good. Um Oh my lord. Gavi does indeed have a serve bot. I've got a serve bot. Um it is still healthy, Shadid. It's still healthy. Anyway, let's get some music on because, you know, it's been far too long without music. I'm I'm sure some people would be like, "Oh my god, what's going on? Saturday night Sega with no music." I know, it's terrible. Here you go. Get a load of this. Just gonna creep down in Pumpkin Hill. I 
cause me to feel I can't see a thing, but it's around somewhere I gotta hold my head, I have no fear It probably seems crazy, crazy, a graveyard theory A ghost try to approach me, he got there.
with Gavi only on Radio Sega.
Oh, we love that so much. Rexy, Brandon Strader, and Hogtide. Before that, Junsunui and Atushi Kasugi, and or other, let's just say Sonic Generations, and Casino Night Act 2 if you're on the 3DS version. And then Sonic Adventure 2 and a Ghost Pumpkin Soup. The three tracks that were name checked uh, specifically during the Alchemy Labs interview. If you didn't quite notice that, then wow. Ah. That was good. It was all it was all good fun. So yeah, that interview was was brilliant. I, I I loved it. I really I really did enjoy doing it. Although at the time it was like when when he actually was like, "It's my turn to interview you." I was like, "Oh my god!" In in my head I was like, "I I have not prepared for this." I'm wow. You know I was like, "Okay then." And thankfully you know there were nice simple questions that I could answer. Um, but I, I didn't ex honestly didn't expect that. How did you get into the Sonic fan community thing? I was like, "Oh um." Well, <laughs> I don't, you know, it's, it's a bit of a long story, but hopefully I kept it concise enough. But yeah, you know, let me know what you thought of it. Obviously, this is probably the first time quite a few of you have heard it, actually. Yeah, it was um, very fun. Very, very fun. Enjoyed it a lot. Would gladly do it again. But, you know... We don't do it again because well not with Alchemy Labs anyway, we'll see who who's next. Ah Music, all the music. Um so yeah, there was quite a few people who um who enjoyed that. But you know, let us know who you'd think. Who who should we who should we like interview later? Later on, maybe maybe we should actually try and get like interesting people. Maybe we should actually interview Rexy and the Overclock Remix people. We will get like a group of them in a room and be like, "Hi, we're going to interview you, yo." Um, I wonder if you said he enjoyed it. Woe twenty one, who's half sleeping, enjoyed it. Wow, I'm I'm glad that you managed to um. Um, <laughs> World 21, please interview me. Are you famous? Are you a known person? Hi, World 21, what do you do? Um, I code your website. Fantastic! Next week, we're going to interview Forever Sonic. If he turns up. Dr. Scottnik says we should interview Mike Pollock. <laughs> hmm. Original people would be nice. Rexy says, um, Sonic Sega Fans Chronicles was kind of tough. Well, yeah. I'd, I'd be a lot more random, though. I'd be like, hi, Rexy, what do you do? Oh, you're a remixer? Oh, that's great. Wow, what, what is it? What, what do you remix? I should interview, um, I should interview Zoidberg. Zoid, Zoid, 
I, I have no idea why I'd want to... Why would anyone want to... Shadid is not famous. No. But <laughs> never a good interviewer. Oh, what? No. If only, if only I had objection to hand. I, I don't have, I don't have an objection. Um, sound. I'm sorry. I mean, I should have to play this. Welcome. Maybe I should actually play that. Like the next time we do an interview. Hi, and then just play "Welcome to Your Doom." The interviewer is not gonna hear it. Or the interviewee is not going to hear it, but they'll be like, Welcome to your doom! Sorry, yawn. Ah. So, um, as a, as a final point of contention, Dr. Zoidberg, interview me. Wow. Or I will burn people alive. Do it! Burn them alive. I want, I want to see who you burn alive. I'm intrigued. Wow, this is like stereo, stereo sound. How weird. Um, so yeah, the first for figures Knuckles figure came out this week. I know because I own it, and I I made a video with it in. Um. Oh god, I'm I'm yawning. This isn't good. It's good. It's it's ten to um. It's ten to midnight almost. Zoning Zone Cop wants an interview. No, interviewing. I'm basically talking about interviewing, like you know, people in the in the um, actual like development side of of the video games. And I don't think any of you are in the development side of the video games, really, are you? No. If I don't if, if I don't interview Doctor Zoidberg, Shadow will do a raging demon. Really, I, I don't think I want to know what one of those is. Raging Demon! Is it, is it like sort of a, um, a thing that uh, Sagat would do from Street Fighter? Tiger Uppercut! Or, or you know, Yoga Fire! From, from Dal Sim or something. Raging Demon! Wow, this loops really. Uh. Aaron Webber! Ah, now there's a good one. Ruby Eclipse. I can actually ask him where my, where my free quote stuff is. No, not ready, 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 not ready to play all of the musics. Not ready. Interview Digi and Trippy. <gasps> I, I could interview, I could interview uh, Digi. Digi and Trippy. Digi, 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 Digi. Um, Silver Sonic's asking if I got the request in. I hadn't up to now. It will be in this next bit, though. Um, presuming I can find it again. I did have it. I did see it, and I've, I've lost it. Where's it gone now? Oh, it's there. I'm fairly sure I played this before. I have no idea. Anyway, let's get some more music in. Um, let's get a few tracks in, say, three or four, uh, before we before we call it a night. Well, maybe just three, actually, and then we'll call it a night and finish on something epic, which won't be epic at all. But, yeah, Mina, if you're still listening in, this next one's for you...
Are you ready? Sounds going up for the final minute. Get ready. Dance your asses off. Oh, I enjoyed that. <gasps> Bayonetta and Let's Dance, boys. Fantastic tune. Before that, uh, the Planet Wisp House Remix, uh, requested by Silver Sonic. I have no idea what it's called. Planet Wisp House Remix. Fancy that. That's quite simple. And uh, F355 Challenge and a flared skirt. Well, what have Radio Sega got in tune for you over the next seven days? Um, I'm presuming Radio Redux is on tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe. Um, if not, then obviously you're moving on to Friday and Friday, Friday, Friday. Got to get down on Fridays. Fun, 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 fun. With Forever Sonic's uh, Random Hour and um, Resident SD's Late and Live, and then on Saturday, obviously we've got Ultra Wave, which is back next week. It wasn't on this week. Hopefully you. Um, Hopefully you played Knights or Sonic Adventure 2 or something instead. I don't know. And, yeah. Um, that's back next week. Obviously, you've then got the Sonic R Show with Sonic Radio. And that's on next week. And then me! I'm on next week as well, I think. Yes, I am. I am on next week. <laughs> I say I think. I honestly don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, no, I am on next week. So, and we'll talk more inane rubbish where we'll actually be able to play more music because there won't be a half hour interview that we need to try and fit in to the show somewhere. Um, well, I promised you an epic ending, and I have to—I have to admit, I—I kind of lied a bit because I didn't actually have a song in mind, which is which is rubbish of me. I know. I'm really sorry. Um, so I think we're just going to have to kind of. Um, go with something really, really random, and uh, and hopefully you won't you won't hurt me too much. Um, although that said, I can't think of the song. I think it's oh, do you know what? I, I'm actually I'm actually looking through um, a soundtrack. I I think. I think I found the right track, but I'm going to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea whatsoever. Um, so it's it's very likely that this is going to be the wrong track. In fact, no, why? I'm trying to find because I'm, I'm guessing someone's actually going to be able to try and tell me here. I'm trying to find the Chow Garden from Sonic Adventure, but I can't find it. I don't I don't actually know what it's called. Uh, let's do a very quick check on VGMDB. 
because the the one track that I thought it would be is like really short, and I don't want I don't want it to be only thirty seconds long because that's really rubbish. Um, that's the badger. Right, let's see. the The soundtrack is <gasps> oh oh. No, oh, it doesn't actually have the um What does it not have the Chow Garden theme on there? Oh hang on, no theme of theme of Oh Okay. Found it. Here we go. Right, I'm going now. Thanks thanks for oh can't believe it was so simple. This is my epic tune to close the night off. I'm sorry for the inane ram- rambling, but you'll like this. And um and we'll be back with you next week, same time. Uh, Shadid says just just play Afterburner Infinite Climax Mix Burning Flame says it is just called Chow Garden no it's not it's not called Chow Garden it's called this and uh, thanks for listening in I'll be back next week 10 o'clock UK time UK time 10 o'clock two hours from now I'm talking to you John VG Nerd who's managed to miss the entire show good night Oh boy, that didn't quite work, did it? <sighs> rubbish game over, yeah, was rubbish. Let's try that again. <laughs>